Amen. So we're going to finish with this. And I want to get close to you so you can really hear me. I, I feel like that the Lord has set for our spiritual family, and if you're dipping into that, we, we're so glad you're here, but he's setting a culture that I'm calling an intercessional culture. And I want to talk just for, I want to, share, I want to read three verses for you and make a few comments about living in an intercessional culture and why I think it's paramount. I, I'm into prayer anyway, but I'm locked in on this thing. After the COVID thing and the reset, I'm like, I'm not going back. I'm not going back to entertaining and services and seeing how we can keep and go. And God, I'm just so thankful for I'm not throwing stones at anybody. But I'm just done because I'm so aware of your boredom because I'm the boredest person in the room. And so I don't want you to ever be bored. And it's the sin of sins almost to me to let anybody be bored in a service. And I'm like... We're scrambling to try to stop the boredom by quicker movements, entertainment, little pieces of this and that, and not confronting the stronghold like we should because, listen, boredom is killing us. And the boredom's there. We don't need to entertain you more. We need to lock you in more to break through the boredom where Christ becomes your entertainment. The Holy Spirit becomes your entertainment. And so, how do we do that? I'm, I'm really grappling with that, really, in the body of Christ, because this thing has eat up, and it's, it's formed the decisions of churches and staffs in various places, and, and that's why I love Reliance, because Aaron and those guys are stepping into this and going, man, we want to impact, like, thousands of people, and along the way, don't want to sell out while we do it. I know their hearts. I love it. That's why I love being here. And actually, they had me come preach a year ago, and somebody, you may be in the room, my mind is so, I forget something, but last night somebody was telling me, so I met somebody that was at Reliance when you preached there. I go, really? They go, yeah, here's what they said. They go, man, and it wasn't really a compliment. That dude really likes to pray a lot in front of us, and he really likes to get us to pray. You remember the time you had me come and talk about praying scripture? Yeah, yeah. thanks for not telling me all the kickback you got on that. So, but um, I was like, you know what? I, I'm I'm fairly good with that. That guy likes to pray the Bible a lot. And he, and he really got, he did it to the point it kind of bored me a little bit. And then he started pressing me and pushing me to pray it myself. And I was like, I mean, I've, I've received way more compliments than I should in my life. But I'm like, those are the kind of things actually I kind of want to start hearing. And not because I want to irritate people, but because I'm ready to press through the boredom. I'm ready to press through that. I don't want to do that. Would you make this feel better for me while I'm in a room? You know what I mean? And, and, and you give me some Jesus. But it doesn't stretch me or whatever. And so we do this silly, this thing we do from five to six. I mean, if you, somebody, it's ridiculous. There's not one attractional. We're doing everything wrong. Everything wrong. Get the Bible up there. Bree and Ryan singing most of the time songs none of us know. You know, and then we're like praying and we break it in. Somebody gets on the mic and prays the Bible and does this kind of stuff. And, I, and again, I'm not, I'm kind of boasting in it in a weird sarcastic way. But it's because we're all in. Like I am locked in on teaching the body of Christ to be intercessors, to lay our lives down. And let me, let me tell you, here's the problem. Here's the problem with building church around a people's attention span and desires is that we're rejecting the call, the core of discipleship is to take up a cross and deny yourself and follow him. And we found 50 ways around that where people can come in, nod to Jesus, sign the card, and never ever deal 
with the painful process of this involves me denying myself. I mean, who in here loves denying yourself? Just raise your hand. Yeah. It's a tough deal. Take up a cross. I mean, Jesus is the least attractional guy on planet Earth. He's messing up mega churches when he's got them around him in John 6. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. That's a tough sermon. And it ends up, you know, what, what happens, just a rough deal. But praise the Lord that he is calling us and wooing us out. And I, I'm just locked in on it. I don't, I don't really know where this thing's going to land. And I'm not really set on being unpopular, but I've had some of my guys stepping into some other worship cultures, which we love, but coming out of it going, something felt different. Something felt different in there. And I'm like, I know what it is. I know what it is. He's making us an intercessional culture. And when you go to a largely petitional culture, I want, I'm going to write all the things I want you give me. It starts to rub a little bit when you're against that and you're like, wait a minute. I think this thing's about laying my life down and giving my life. So in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, Jesus talks about him. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. Everybody knows what the word intercession means? Intercession. Petition is largely as I'm asking for something for me. Do it. Do it a lot. Okay, God wants you to do that. I'm not anti that. But we are a bloated petitional church and a skinny, anemic, and intercessional church. Intercession is I'm going to stand the gap for somebody else. I'm going to lay down my body. I'm going to lay down my life. And I'm going to lay down these hours. I'm going to pray, God, bless Bless Bob and Kel. Minister to them. Lord, Lord, move upon. I need some stuff. Give me some food and help Amy be nice to me and touch my babies and help our home and lights stay on. Yes. But I'm giving myself to intercession. So that's what, we're, that's what we're doing here. We're trying to propagate otherliness, and it just doesn't sell very well. It doesn't. And so it's an amazing thing to me that you're here. It really is because I don't, I don't know why. Sometimes I wonder. But anyway, sorry. Inside thoughts. Um, but I, 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 want, I believe the Lord is making this intercessional culture, and he's calling us along the lines of Jesus, and he wants us to be part of inspiring others to the same process. Romans 8, 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray uh, for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. So Jesus is interceding, spending his life, and did the ultimate intercession on the cross. The Holy Spirit is interceding, praying not for him. He's praying for himself. He's praying for us. He's interceding for us. Holy Spirit, Yahweh, to the Father and the Son. That's an amazing thing. Laying their lives down, not for their own interest, but for ours. And then Ephesians 6.18 talks about us doing it. Pray at all times in the Spirit with every prayer and request. And stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. So Jesus doing it, Spirit's doing it. He's calling us to do it. Are you an intercessor? I believe with all my heart the Bible does not say there's a gift of intercession. Intercession is a decision, an intentional decision to lay my life down for other people, to lay it down. It happens in the spirit realm when I'm praying. It also happens when I share money. Intercession really is a big word. I mean, what Jesus did on the cross dying was intercession. He died in the, he stood in the gap and took your punishment. It was the ultimate intercession. But I wonder if you're growing in an intercessional culture around you. Laying down your life, satisfied in that God loves you, okay with the weakness and kickback, but I'm going to give myself, I'm going to lay my life down for the glory 
of God and for the good of others. I believe the Lord wants to, and I've been using it with his guys. I got this phrase, last phrase. I believe he wants to raise up a furnace of intercessional inspiration in our family. And I'm talking with our worship leaders about this, talking with larger family. I think he wants our family to be not the poster people for this, but to really lay down, blaze a trail and say, we want a furnace of intercessional inspiration, meaning it causes people to pause that live in predominant petitional cultures. God, give me. God, give me. God, give me. And again, please hear me. Ask God for your needs. Do it. We're pro that. I just don't think you need as much equipping around that as you do around the intercession part. And God's given us that. We've been a missional community for quite a while. And so uh, when we get people up here, I usually hand the mic to people, not that just got won the lottery and got the half a million dollar house, we, we give the mic to somebody who's making stupid decisions with their money and their time and giving their lives away. That's who we tend to honor in this culture, okay? And we're glad when good things happen to you. We just don't think that you primarily ought to be focused on that. I think we're focused primarily on the glory of God and being a missional people and being an intercessional people. And so all that doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles to it. It just doesn't. And really, one of the biggest problems with it is not only selfishness because this, the, all of American dream culture is teaching you to be a petitional person only. Ask and get. You can either do it through the world's means or you can get some Bible promises and get everything you ever wanted. I'm really sorry about that because it's not the Bible. It's not the, what the apostles. The apostles, this would have been a foreign deal to them. Just ask everything you want and God will just give you everything you... Ask, ask Peter when you get there how that went for him. Ask, ask James, the first disciple, behead it. Just ask him how it went. He signed up all for Jesus, rough on earth, glory in heaven. God's looking for people that are looking for their paycheck in another age. That's what I think. I think they're the only kind of people that are going to endure through the seduction of this age. It's people that are looking for the paycheck in the next age and will lay down their lives right now and do radical things with their time, their money, and their bodies. So, Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus, this challenging word would go deep in our hearts, and I pray you teach us how to be intercessors. How do we give time and find joy in not getting something more for us? laying down our lives for others. I just pray for a supernatural miracle around that. And I pray if you by your grace would allow us, we'd rather not impress the body of Christ in our spiritual family with how dynamic or blah, 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 that we, God, I pray, a grace to privilege, to stir our sweet brothers and sisters who we love with an intercessional culture. May it actually inspire them. May it stir them among the many great things they already do. We love them. I just pray we could do our part and help us not to flinch in the doing of this. In Jesus' name, amen.